Welcome to Shift with CJ. I'm your host CJ and together we will explore the areas of health, human performance, biohacking, psychology and much more that will inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Do you fall in the camp that goes the extra mile to have low-fat products or low-fat meals as a part of your healthy journey? Maybe you've read for years that scientists and doctors have labeled fat as the enemy. Well, it seems to me that this is the general notion of people or most people around the world. But if you've been following me for a while, then you know that I'm a big fan of fat. And I often end up in dinner parties or conversations where fat is ultimately the root of all evil. And to clear your confusion today, I have brought on the show a special person. She is a holistic doctor that specializes in brain performance with drug-free approaches. She has seen thousands of patients in the last 20 years. She's a specialist who focuses on training and she basically focuses on integrated neurotherapies that identify and address the real cause of mental illness, learning disorders, and chronic illnesses. She has given over 25 years of her life learning the best practices from functional medical doctors and masters in their fields. Her work first got my attention because I saw her unique way of looking at things like complex problems and looking or just identifying simple solutions based on various things on biology, even including quantum biology. She's a board certified neurofeedback specialist. She's an epigenetic coach. She's authored The Codes of Longevity and her clinic got awarded the best mental health clinic in Atlanta in 2020. Dr. Stephanie Rimka, welcome to the show. Hi, Susie. I'm so glad to be here. Man, you make me sound awesome. I'm going to well, you I'm are gonna use awesome. that on everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you what the kind of things you've done with the kind of work that you've put out. You are completely awesome. And this was this couldn't even get to 10% of you know showing the world what you've done. But when I first saw you, Dr. Rimka, I would have never guessed that you're a qualified professional medical doctor with so many years of experience, because I would just think that you're a supermodel. So tell me, <laughs> what is the secret? You do some kind of a modeling on the side? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I started modeling young. Um, <laughs> My intuition was right. <laughs> I still do a little bit of it. You can it's interesting because patients will sometimes see me in Atlanta in salons or I'm on the walls or sometimes some places and they're like, is that, are you, are you the one? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's me actually. Um, I still, I just do it for fun, you know, now. Mm -hmm. And uh, if somebody will give me a free haircut or free, <laughs> free anything, free cup of coffee. Sure. I'll take a picture. Oh, why for not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I hated it as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I, it's interesting when you grow older, how much you can appreciate um, that anybody would like to take your picture now. Uh, it means a lot because I'm almost 50. So, um, yeah. So I, I do well, do that. as just a okay. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to ask you that question because, you know, what my intuition was just telling me, like, check with her. Maybe she is. But <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. Now, science has advanced in the past years. We've gone from calories to macronutrients to micronutrients. And now we're looking at things such as peptides and genetic modifications. But most of the world is still stuck on how many calories they're eating or how 
or a general stereotype of macronutrients. Let me explain. When you look at the world, the general population, people who are not completely into the science or the scientific literature, their perception would be something like, hey, protein is healthy because it normally builds our muscles and makes us strong. And carbohydrates are great for us because they're everywhere and they provide us with the energy that we need to run, to jump, or even like chocolates when we're just sitting down and you know not doing anything. It just gives us an insulin spike and some kind of an energy boost. But all across the board, I've come across that people normally think that fat is bad because fat makes us fat. And I wanted to get your take on the lens that people look at fat with. Yeah, you know, it's interesting when you said, when talking about this, and I was kind of surprised pre-show. I'm like, oh, they, they demonize fat still over there? Mm-hmm. But I've, I live in a little bit of a bubble, right? Mm-hmm. I, I keep myself secluded. I haven't owned a TV in 25 years or so. So I, I kind of try to keep <laughs> my world my world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go out occasionally to learn what people are doing, and patients come, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's what they're doing. I have to re-educate you. So... Um, I fell for the fat causes fat thing, you know, 20 something years ago. It was very, very popular. Most of us in the, in the holistic health care world fell for it. And it was, so everybody be kind to yourself. We all fell for it. They did mm-hmm. Western medicine, did a beautiful job of manipulating studies and lying to us very successfully. You know, Ansel Keys was, as far as I'm concerned, a researching criminal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what that study did to say, you know, saturated fat um, raises cholesterol and saturated fat and cholesterol cause heart disease. And it, it makes, it seems like common sense. Well, eating fat would make you fat. I mean, it, it does seem like that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. But when you combine manipulated studies and lies to end up selling food products, right? Because really what it all came down to, to sell things it's common sense kind of gets thrown, you know, like it doesn't make any sense. And that only the reason that worked is because people forgot how the human body works or never knew how it worked or really, and why to me that happened is because we became so disconnected from nature. Because if you just look at nature and look at human beings that are connected to the earth, and live in rhythms with the way when the sun goes up and the sun goes down and when it gets cold outside and when it's hot outside and how they live and eat when they're deeply connected to nature and technology is not infiltrating their lives and altering their biology and their choices. They don't have a refrigerator, right? They don't mm-hmm. have a grocery store, right? They don't have a Wi-Fi router. Yeah, right. It, be- it becomes super easy to yeah. know what humans are supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. Because they all kind of do the same thing. And it might look a little bit different as to what type of thing they're eating, but it's all the same. And fat is of no concern to those people. And none of them are fat. Nobody's overweight. Nobody's obese. Nobody has cardiovascular disease. Nobody has cancer. Nobody has diabetes in any of these populations. Nobody even has cavities in their teeth in any of these populations that just are connected to the earth and are not infiltrated with technology, and they just eat and live the way they're designed. And when you eat and live the way a human is designed, it is a strong animal-based animal protein diet with a few carbohydrates that are thrown in there. And when I say animal-based, I mean blood, bones, 
meat, uh, organs, the whole thing. If you don't get the whole thing and you're not getting the right, everything that you need, um, and it's a complete game changer because it really isn't about fat. It, the fat is actually irrelevant and that's, we, we become obsessed with it. It's really protein mm -hmm. and protein, perfect protein. Nature designed it perfectly because it put the fat right in it in the perfect amounts. So you never have to even think about it. If you get enough protein every day, you will absolutely get enough fat every day. Just right. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you start adding in fats that are unnatural, that have been made in factories, that are you know, machine-based seed oils, artificial, made from yep. seeds. Canola is not even a real thing. If you make it in the lab mm -hmm. and, you, and you press it into something and then you make people eat it, it's going to make them fat and sick, right? Because yep. it's not that it makes them fat, it makes them sick. And fat, obesity, is just a symptom of disease. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It completely does. I would also agree that these things are in a way non-native to our biology. And every time you take canola oil or you process all these things that, you know, different kind of vegetable oils, which are mostly GMO and high temperatures, mm -hmm. then the when they enter our body, they just cause a havoc because traditionally we aren't or we haven't been able to understand how those lipid molecules work in our body. And yeah. I love the fact that you mentioned um, that, you know, in the real world, in the natural world, everything is in the perfect ratio. And if you just stick to that ratio and not uh, just try to be a genius and add all of these things on the top, then chances are you will be quite balanced. So yeah. thank you for saying that. Yeah. And we've made it, we've, say, we've made it really complicated. Yeah, we're the only humans. I mean, we're the only animal. We're an animal. Got to mm -hmm. remember that humans are still an animal, mm -hmm. and you know we're not an herbivore. We are a certain type of animal with a certain type of gastrointestinal tract, mm -hmm. and uh, we have a very special kind of brain compared to everything. And we have mm -hmm. this brain because we learn to crack open skulls and bones and eat brains and bone marrow. And by doing that, which is fat, okay. Mm -hmm. You have to remember a brain is 70% fat. That's a, so why is fat good? <laughs> because it's protecting and made it, 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 you're made of it in the most important parts of your body. Your brain is 70% fat, that spinal cord that goes all the way down and every single nerve that's going everywhere, that master control system, completely mm -hmm. insulated and wrapped up in fat. If you start having the fat strip away, you have horrible disease processes such as Guillain-Barre syndrome, muscular sclerosis, all kinds of horrible things happen if the fat is destroyed, right? Every mm -hmm. cell, every ball in us is covered in what's called a phospholipid bilayer membrane. It's mm -hmm. fat. It's saturated fat and cholesterol. Every hormone is cholesterol. We are, we are nothing but a bunch of animal protein and animal fat minerals right which are little rocks yeah. ions compartmentalized in these like bags of special structured water mm -hmm. so we can make electromagnetic charge that's what we are and if we can't do that anymore we're dead but you know there's that's the system is animal protein and animal fat and i don't think people understand how much fat we really have and we really mm -hmm. need so by not eating it you know it puts a great burden on the system 
to try and compensate and make all that cholesterol and, and find the saturated fat to repair everything, to make all the hormones, to keep the brain structure intact. You know, so mm -hmm. low fat diets are absolutely to me in part and parcel with the increase in learning disorders, increase in autism, degenerative disorders such as Parkinson's, MS, dementia. I mean, it, you, you, you can't, it's a form, low fat diets are a form of anorexia for the brain. Mm -hmm. they, can't, they can't tolerate it. You know, it's not gonna last real long. You might, you might lose some weight, big deal. Mm -hmm. Losing weight at the cost of losing your brain mass is a serious problem. Yeah, I would never take that. But you would be surprised how many people are willing to go after this thing where they're, even if they wake up the next day and they feel a bit of brain fog, and that is obviously because of their, either their caloric, extreme caloric restriction or extreme reduction of fat. As long as they look good in front of the mirror, they will take it. Yeah. And what happens in your experience when people shuffle or shuttle through many different diets, so we have the vegans, the carnivores, the paleo, and then the low fat, and then the high protein, and you know, so many things out there. And on an average, uh, I read a study that says an human will, in his entire lifetime, try 96 different types of eating, like let's say, let's call them diets, different types of eating. And then they often shuttle their weight, and it becomes more like a yo-yo kind of a dieting. Now, what's the impact of this yo-yo dieting on our cellular structures? Like, do you see in your practice that people who are normally, you know, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight all the time, do their cells get damaged to a certain extent? So there's really two questions right there. So there's two different things that I heard. Let me make sure I'm going to answer them hopefully sure. the right way. So one is... You called it so ninety six. I, I didn't even know there could be that many ways of eating. <laughs> like that's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. What are you talking about, right? Mm -hmm. um, I thought I knew a lot too. Um, so let's say we're doing a bunch of variations of ways of mm -hmm. eating. I, I would call so you can have a healthy diet variation happening. Mm -hmm. Actually, we should have diet variation. That's a normal cyclical thing in tune with nature right? There should be um, changes seasonally because mm -hmm. food available to you will change seasonally. And the amount, because that, that, that should coincide with the amount of sunlight and mm -hmm. the temperature, right? So how much sunlight there is, how much darkness there is, uh, and, and heat and cold. That, ch that information completely changes. That's light and dark. Those are, it's nutrition and it changes how your cells function. It changes how your mitochondria process energy and it changes appetite. So let me say diet variation is awesome. So mm -hmm. some people by making some of these changes, it might be fantastic for them. And in fact, I actually do encourage diet variation and patients will come to me often and let's say they're eating a standard American diet, right? Which is a high carb, low fat, low protein diet and processed junk foods and full of seed oils, right? But it is a plant-based, low protein, high carb diet, low fat. That's what the standard American diet, that's what that pyramid is describing. Um, I have to get them out of that immediately. Like I can't even do anything with your brain like that. So my first move is usually right into something like a paleo because that's mm -hmm. they can wrap their head around it and then we have layers that we go from like a paleo to autoimmune paleo to let's say walls protocol to possibly the 
GAPS diet to a specific carbohydrate. Maybe I got to go carnivore, but each mm -hmm. one, you know, FODMAPs, low FODMAP, they go, your each layer starts just removing more and more things. It eliminates more things, right? So that can be an outrageously healthy thing for a person in their journey if they've gotten sick, mm -hmm. right? Because you sometimes you can't take sometimes a standard American diet person and take them all the way to, you know, you need transition. It's like you can't. I can't make them run a marathon in two yeah. weeks either, right? There's you also the willpower, which will fail and, all the time. Well, yeah, and it's not willpower. You have to you have to learn how to willpower mm -hmm. is, a, is a is bullshit basically. Mm -hmm. it, it's an it's biochemistry, amino acids, electromagnetic charge, and sleep. Mm -hmm. So I have to look at hormones and get there. Get everything. You can you can make willpower. I can give you things to fix make you have willpower, mm -hmm. or I can take it away. Okay. Yeah. So so you have that now. Yo-yo dieting. Changing your diet to lose weight is not the same as changing your diet to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Trying to go for health is nowhere near the same thing as just trying to, to lose weight. So I will say, I'll let you know, I specialize in mental health and brain issues. I don't get a ton of yo-yo dieters coming to me unless they're coming to me because they have eating disorders, right? So we have okay. diagnosed eating disorders that have caused problems and I'm, I'm helping them with that. So people don't come to me I mean, I do get people to lose weight and I'd run weight, a fat loss group and, and that kind of thing. But I'm just, that's not my, my big experience. So I don't get a ton of that. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, I'll, I'll go through what they have going wrong with them. But usually for me, by the time that comes to me, it's because they have a body dysmorphia issue. I have a mental health issue. I'm looking at balancing their neurotransmitters. I'm looking at helping them with the emotional dysregulation that's happening to cause this, that's driving it. So anybody who's doing that much yo-yo dieting, it, there's something deeper there. And there's mm -hmm. going to be a, a reason, a chronic yo-yo dieter, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, grief gain, that has an emotional basis, that has a trauma basis usually, and it's not as simple as what you eat by any means. Now, that being said, they're destroying themselves right? It's basically just intermittent bouts of anorexic type behavior. And the starvation famine um, threat to the human body keeps breaking it down. So the, the brain has one thing to do. It has to be assessing your safety level all the time. That's, it's mm -hmm. on high alert. Are we safe, you know, or are we in, in danger? And if you're safe, that's where we want to be most of the time. Then your body is optimized. It's in a calm state. Metabolism is, is good. It can make and repair things. It, it does its job. It can find the cancer cells. It can find the ripped up things. It can make collagen. It can make estrogen and testosterone. It, it's, it's happy. It likes mm -hmm. to be there. It should be there most of the time. It should only be in a life or death situation for 30 to 60 seconds, right? When a lion is coming through the for the jungle or a tribe is coming and you just fight or run and you get done with it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Long-term chronic stress, like lack of food, means either you're a terrible hunter, like you have no skills, uh, you're in a famine situation where the environment around you is very, very harsh, and this is a dangerous time. You absolutely should never get pregnant if there's no food. You shouldn't be making, you know, you, your body has to stop doing things. It's like mm -hmm. we, it needs to slow down metabolism. It needs to say, slow down burning fat because I don't know if any more food is coming. So we better hold on to everything because this is a bad time. This is dangerous, mm -hmm. right? It's not going to release eggs on a woman. It's, gonna, it's not going to do things. It's dangerous. Yep. 
right? Um, or so there's that. There's war, right? I mean, there's something bad happening, or like you're a really unlikable person, and nobody in your tribe is helping you. Either way, mm -hmm. this is a bad situation. Okay, it's it's not meant to go on and on and on and on and on. So even fasting is getting overdone. People are mm -hmm. over fasting and they're wrecking themselves because again, I remind them, I'm like, why are you telling your body you're a terrible hunter? Why are you telling your body you're in famine all the time? You shouldn't be, why are you fasting mm -hmm. that much? It's not necessary, you, you see? So that in alone, alone changes the brain. You being on fight or flight sympathetic, you're mm -hmm. ripping through your neurotransmitters, your hormones, and just down to the cellular level, those, it's, if we get, you, know, you want me to talk about like blood glucose and insulin and diabetes and all that? That's what, that's mm -hmm. a lot happening, right? People are having this, these, these disordered signals. And so the, the brain and the cells have to eventually say, I've got to, I'm hearing too many loud messages. It's like, I'm a mom. Okay. You're young. I don't think you have kids, right? No. Okay. So but any, any of the parents out there will know, understand this. So if my son isn't cleaning his room, if I'm telling him, something i get mm -hmm. louder and louder and louder and eventually if you're yelling at your kid all the time they don't even listen to you when you're yelling right it's like mm -hmm. they just start ignoring even that so it's kind of what the body is doing when you're yo-yo dieting so much severe caloric restriction you know um it it starts it's yelling all the time and then it realizes i'm being ignored and so it starts shutting down its ability to respond that's some of the receptor issues. That's kind of an analogy of what's going on. So it's, it's breaking down systems and it's keeping you in a fight or flight uh, state. And the body is not going to lose weight. It's not going to stay healthy. It's not going to do anything when it feels like it's in a life or death situation. And you have to feed it so it stops thinking. And the best thing to feed it is fat. <laughs> that calms it right down. It's like, oh, I'm so safe and happy. Thank you for fat. Like I know the brain, yeah, that's what it needs. A lot of fat. Yeah. Like you mentioned, the brain by its structure itself is 70% of fat. And then we make all of these different hormones when you, um, you mentioned some of them like estrogen, testosterone, but also things like leptin, which yeah. you also talk about in your work, which also gets released um, in the brain region. And it tells us that we are full. It's called the satiety hormone, but it has so many other functions in the body as well. And I really uh, like when you mentioned about the light and dark cycles, the electromagnetism, the structured water, and how when people look at, let's say, well, I use the word willpower, but eventually willpower kind of fails off because you have these systems biology approach and you have these multifactorial things like how much you're sleeping, if you're connected to the ground or not, if you're getting those negative electrons or you... Um, you know, if you're structuring your water, what kind of minerals are you having? And all of those things kind of give your, I mean, they give your organs um, a boost. They give your cells a boost. They give your brain a boost. Am I going right with my analogy or is there something yeah. that? Yeah, well, and I, you can just take it down deeper, right? So all of these, so hormones and neurotransmitters. So well, I'll say this. I'm not a fan of willpower. I think willpower is complete bullshit mm -hmm. because here's the thing, any yo-yo dieter out there, I'm not a yo-yo dieter. I never mm -hmm. did it, but I've fasted at least 150 times. I've gone 10 plus days, many, many times in 25 years. Mm -hmm. So there is a small amount of what I would say is willpower involved 
in some of these things. There is a mental aspect to, to, to things in life, absolutely, to doing hard things. But any yo-yo dieter, and, and especially women, they get very delusional um, self images of themselves. And they think of themselves as repeated failures. I don't have will. They say things, I don't have willpower. I just don't have it and I can't do it. I'm like, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? You actually, for six weeks or 10 weeks, it's usually in that six to 10 week point where eventually willpower cannot override biology. Mm -hmm. It's designed that way to keep us alive. The brain's like, I don't care how hard you're gonna try to do this. I'm gonna jack this, and women are way more sensitive to ghrelin and leptin than men, by the way. We mm -hmm. hit it much sooner because our physiology is way more sensitive to getting enough protein and fat in our systems than it is for you. In a famine time, you could still make a baby. We cannot. You know, we will have a complete shutdown of systems. And so we, our appetite, so all you women, please understand that. It gets way bigger, much harder signal. So don't be trying to compete with your husband on how you're doing some of these things. It's just not fair. It's a very different yeah. setup. So, you know, that that's like way up here. Really what's happening is down inside the cells. It's all about creating electricity, which then creates magnetic pulses and how that syncs with the earth. Every single cell in you has 0 0.07 volts of electrical charge. Mm -hmm. When you combine that with how many cells, the billions and trillions, I don't know if it's billions or trillions. I always get I think it. it's like last time I checked, it was about 70 trillion, but it keeps yeah, so going it, up and down. I'm going to say 37 yeah. trillion. Last, like, yeah. I don't know. But mm -hmm. in general, what we're thinking based upon that's what a cell, the, how much electricity, that charge, it's all electrical, you know, gradients. That's how we make things is, you know, electricity, poo, 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 we're shooting back and forth all the time, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's two trillion volts of electricity in my body. I am wow. two trillion volts of power. That's what really is here. That's what's going on. As my voltage goes down, just like my battery can start mm -hmm. dying, I have to recharge it. Mm -hmm. We have to recharge it. And how do we do that is really important. And one of the ways we recharge, we refuel is food. It's only one way. Now, it's a way people are, to me, way too obsessed with talking about, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But... You know what packs a lot of energy? Fat. <laughs> it's it carries a lot more potential. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have fat to insulate to have charge. That's mm -hmm. why we're so full of it. Yeah. Right. If you don't, right? But then you brought up grounding. Just like in my home, if we don't mm -hmm. have grounding wires everywhere, everything the appliances blow up, blow up. They figured that out. They're like, oh, it gets mm -hmm. too much charge. Boom. And things yeah. like, that's what's happening in your brain with seizures. That's what's happening with dementia. That's what's happening with Alzheimer's. You're blown, and that's what's mental illness. Mental mm -hmm. illness, bipolar, schizophrenia, depression, uh, all of these things that are taking a deep toll on people's brains. And when we give them therapies to try and fix it, and then it comes back, and we then it comes back, that's because their brain can no longer hold the charge. Mm -hmm. If you cannot hold the charge, we have a serious problem. And one way you're going to never hold the charge is if you become low fat.
for sure, because that's insulating and holding it. We also need a crap ton of minerals because mm -hmm. that's ions, right? Calcium, potassium, magnesium, zinc, all these things that we know, these, yeah. they're creating copper, right? They're mm -hmm. creating the, the ability, these electrical gradients that are giving the potential charge that are there. We are a battery. Mm -hmm. There's a reason in that movie, The Matrix, they called us Copper Top and had us plugged in the machines to run everything because we got, mm -hmm. you know, two trillion volts of power in us. Mm -hmm. And so my job is to try and teach that to my patients so they can learn to access the power to up, increase the charge, mm -hmm. increase their charge in every way possible. And that's a whole lot more than food. Food is a foundation because we got to do it almost every day, sort of. Yeah. Um, but the all the invisible stuff matters too right mm -hmm. the electricity that's hitting me the lights that's hitting me the, the electromagnetic pulses that are hitting me 5g the the how i the sleep there's so many many things that you mentioned that are critical to how mm -hmm. your cell controls and maintains charge so hormones and all that other stuff is way up here really we can test mm -hmm. it easily but it's really about here hormones chemistry is long after electricity Mm -hmm. It's electricity first. That's the physics mm -hmm. of what's going on. So I'm more yeah. concerned with that, to be honest, than and I explain it to them like, okay, fat and ATP, blah blah blah. You know, once yeah. I get somebody just to start eating this way, CJ, they just feel better so quickly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. And uh, all the studies are very clear on obesity. Very clear. It's about the more protein you eat, the more fat you're going to lose because the protein, like I said, has the perfect fat in it. And your body is starving for the nitrogen and that protein to do things. And it will eat less food if it gets what it needs. So the carbohydrates don't have enough nitrogen and amino acids or fat. So we keep wanting to eat more and more and more. You rarely, you, it's very hard to watch a human being overeat steak. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. No. You know, you're like, okay, I just know I'm good. I cannot eat anymore. But you know what? I can, you know what? You, how you could overeat potato chips or ice cream. Cake? Oh, Think my about God. That. <laughs> I have a second stomach just for ice cream. For ice cream. Right? Right? It never, I could, it's an endless pit. Yeah. yeah I, so I see that a lot. That. It comes down to electricity and getting protons and hydrogen. Like, I know it's not really what you wanted to talk about, but that's really what it comes down to. That, that's what matters more. So what we're really talking about is, yeah, fat is good and carries a lot of energy. And it, you know, is just even when you look natural at the caloric, lots of fat. It's natural fat, though. That's what, I think, that's what I think is the, what has happened, is mm -hmm. that people got tricked into like all fat is bad, right? Mm -hmm. and, instead of, and then they took the good fat, natural animal mm -hmm. fat, things that exist in nature that are just there, you know, an avocado's full of fat. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Steaks full of fat. You know what I mean? Um, brains, bone marrow full of fat. And then they replaced it with these fake lab made seed oils that no, nobody has ever encountered in nature and our biology doesn't know what to do with it. Well, what happens with those canola oils and soybean oils and peanut oils and, and stuff is that we have to use them. So we embed those into the cell membranes. We embed those throughout the brain. And as I described, short circuit electricity, that's what happens. It doesn't they do a very it. good job. It does a horrible, because it, and it should. It's like, it's like weaving plastic 
into mm -hmm. a quilt or so. it's like, well, I, I'm using yarn and occasionally I've got this plastic stuff. It mm -hmm. changes the matrix of what the entire blanket is going to look like. And certain parts will be hard and crusty and certain parts will be soft. Some parts will feel good and some parts are not going to work. That's mm -hmm. what's happening. So it's, it's beyond is fat good or bad. You know what I mean? It's, you mm -hmm. definitely need the right ones in there and you need those membranes and those structures to be clean so they can be functional. You know, if your cholesterol is damaged in your skin, no matter how much sunlight comes onto it, you're not going to make the pre, you know, pre-hormone vitamin D. You, you can't if the cholesterol is damaged, you know? So there, there's more to just even getting enough of it. It's also, you know, the nature of how toxic is it, but to keep it simple, like if you mm -hmm. just eat like a human, you're going to stay out of all the problems. You'll stay out of it. People, yeah. I, 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 you know what I really, I, my big thing is people say, oh, do you teach your patients to read labels? I'm like, no, they shouldn't be reading a label. Exactly. You if there's a label, anything, it's probably bad for you. It's probably come from a factory. Yeah. Which it's you don't want. No. But correct me if I'm wrong. For anyone who's listening, when people make this poor choice of having a, you know, having French fries cooked in canola oil or any kind of seed oils or just frying something and getting that different oil structures in your brain, uh, in your body. And then it, you know, it travels to your brain and then it changes the cell membranes. And then now your lipid membrane is made out of this bad or let's call it damaged fat. Yeah. How long does it take your body to replace that? When I, I thought it would be almost about when, when you start having this uh, bad diet for a few days even, then it takes about a year or more for your body to actually replace all the cell membranes with like a good quality, like let's say saturated fat. So, Is that correct? Well, okay, so it's a good question. So I would say this, I don't know exactly if we're just saying cell membranes, you know, because those seed oils too are also a primary driver of diabetes and metabolic mm -hmm. disease is a big, big problem. Um, you can start seeing very quick results in healing, actually. Okay. Uh, you know, so, but, but, and I'm talking 24 to 36 hours, you can start seeing metabolic functional changes, mm -hmm. right? In, in glucose and insulin and leptin very, very quickly. The body will respond very quickly to a, to eating the proper human diet very quickly, changing that seed oil. Mm -hmm. And, and, carbo and fake carbohydrate distribution and, and, and with enough protein mm -hmm. and fat, you know, very, very quickly. Upregulates immune system and stuff rapidly. Yeah. Now, as far as saying, you know, rebuilding a human body, to me, like they'll say the seven year thing, it's about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. About a year and okay. a half, you can rebuild everything and be a completely new human being. So your number to me is about right. But as far as how it starts happening, it happens very quickly. It's a, we are so blessed in, in this technology of the human body, which is probably the most advanced technology ever created. And yet we become so obsessed with these little machines and not look at the machine of what is this, not looking at what the DNA is actually doing in our own system, not looking at how how we're resonant frequency and how our what what kind of field we actually project out of our heart and our brain and what our mitochondria are truly doing and how we are we're a synergy of trillions of microorganisms that are helping us and exchanging information all the time it's magical what we're capable of doing and we seem to become too obsessed at times with outside stuff instead of like uh, -uh you got to remember who you are and what this mm -hmm. can do 
And really in about a year and a half, it seems like I, I've, you can, I can restructure anything. I've had like every kind of bizarre thing. And if that person will do, go back to living like a healthy human. And we do a lot of electromagnetic type of stuff. Cause you gotta usually do more. You gotta do more to heal, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And if you were healthy, like you gotta hit it pretty hard to, to like mm -hmm. make that accelerated uh, thing. But we're damn lucky because if you look at what lungs can do, people can smoke and they can be tarred and disgusting and they stop smoking. And within a matter of weeks, there's a rapid change in that lung structure. We are so blessed that your lungs are capable of doing this, that it doesn't take as long to heal as it took to get yourself sick, right? You, you know, people, they say, well, how long is this going to take? I'm like, well, to be fair, you, if you've been doing this for 10 years, you should give your body 10 years to heal. Mm -hmm. Now, but you're very lucky that it's not going to take that long. You know, we're, you know, people sometimes I think, you know, we've been tricked into, believing that we're broken in some kind of way that that our body is stupid like the term autoimmune is mm -hmm. is a psyop that's a total trick junk dna again it's just ways of telling us that we're not powerful that we don't have two trillion volts of power that we're not divine that we don't create constantly mm -hmm. you know the idea of cutting yourself and getting a scab is truly a miracle it, what our body can do and that's all from dc current how that is happening is electric DC current charge starts that process. So, but people aren't taught that, you know, they aren't understanding you are a superhero, <laughs> you know, you, you, you really are. Um, so they, they've been brainwashed into thinking my body is so stupid. It doesn't even know its own immune system. It's, it's deranged. It's having an overreaction. It doesn't do this. It doesn't. And they believe that story and they're programming their DNA by repeating that story. And, and causing major epigenetic changes on their, on their DNA and how they function. And that's what I have a, a, a real big problem with in healthcare. So it's very fast to heal, actually. Been that a is lot good of news. Down to your mind. You that's a good be, news. Have, yeah, yeah just have somebody that's going to tell you, oh, no, you're healthy. You mm -hmm. can heal this. Because if you don't go to somebody like that and they say something to you like, you're, gonna, you, you, you're sick, you have a mental illness, you're going to need this drug the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's very different than, oh, you just have an inflammation disorder in your brain. We're going to heal that up. Your brain's going to get real calm and you're never going to need a drug again in your life. Well, it's that, unfortunate yeah. that not many people think this way or like most of the doctors or especially around this region would give prescriptions and put you on a drug and get, you know, all your insurance claims and things like that. But no one's actually addressing the, let's say, biology of belief and things like that, like yeah. epigenetic factors. So I'm glad you brought this up. There's so either there are. I think there's a lot of us out here. Mm -hmm. We're just off in our little offices and our little space, right? In your little bubble. Yeah, we're in our little bubble, and we all know each other, kind of, right? Yeah. But one of the beauties of social media and and Zoom and things like that is mm -hmm. that it is allowing people to learn more. It's like you know, suddenly a few years ago. I'm in this, I'm in my little practice and I'm paying for ads in a little magazine and this to get people to know that, you know, I have drug-free solutions for ADHD or PTSD or panic. You, you, I can help with that. We can just change your brain. Then suddenly I could go like this and be like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. And do a Facebook live or Instagram. Yep. You know, that was a, sudden, it was a sudden TV show for free, basically mm -hmm. that I could educate people on because I'm never going to compete 
with a pharmaceutical ad on TV. Like none of us, no, none of us little Joe Schmoes seeing patients can ever buy one of those ads, right? Yeah. So how is anybody gonna know there's something besides Paxil or Zoloft or Ritalin? They don't know because they're, they're and their physicians are never gonna tell them because unfortunately medical school is bought and paid for by big pharma. That is just what they're taught. Physicians are great people. I've been texting yep. five of them this morning. They're friends of mine. You know, I'm interviewing one for my podcast coming up. They're, these are my friends. Now they're all guys that have gotten into guys and women that have gotten into gen epigenetics and nutrition and peptides and they're like, oh, this because they had the wherewithal to go. This mm -hmm. isn't really working. My people aren't actually getting better. I'm like, I know. Isn't that funny how it doesn't make anybody better to give them a drug? Nobody yep. gets better. You know, and it's not their fault. It's just what they're taught. It's just what you're taught, you know, mm -hmm. and I've been taught a lot of things that were wrong, too. You have to unlearn. You have to change. So hopefully more and more of us, because we can talk about it with each other, mm -hmm. more and more are, um, are coming around, you know, every day. You know, I, I consider it very like I feel like I get wings every time I convert some Western you know, <laughs> medicine trained person. And I've done quite a few. I've, I, a lot of physicians see me as my patients and then they kind of like, where did you learn this? I like stuff? your approach. Yeah. And then they kind of go into it. They learn neurofeedback or they, they change their psychiatry practice and to go into psychedelics or ketamine and stuff. It's a game changer when they see there's other options and they see. You can really get sick people well, not just keep them, I don't know, sedated in some kind of way. Instead of well, really well. And it, it takes effort, but it's very possible. Perfect. I'm, I'm so happy that not you're not just talking to the physicians, but through podcasts and through other oh. interviews. You're just talking to the general people out there because most of the times what happens is you're you're facing something it's probably not that serious to talk to a doctor probably you're ashamed to talk to your you know whether your partner or your friends and then if you did end up talking to someone they would just tell you their own version of a story which they have believed which they have come across because none of them have any kind of medical experience but probably things that they have scrolled over instagram or if god forbid you meet a negative person this person is just going to tell you oh your life is doomed and you know nothing's going to happen and then that causes a downstream of all other problems but i am so happy and grateful that we have platforms like this now where your experience and expertise can directly get into the like you know just in the hands of the people who need it the most and it doesn't because like we have this um we have this kind of a culture or like this kind of an understanding that we try to push everything a lot so like if you start feeling if you don't feel good you're gonna push it and you're gonna push it and you're gonna push it till the time it's too late and then you're like oh shit i have to go to the doctor yeah but then if you have some kind of an information before that point where you completely burn out when you completely like burn like let's say burn all the bridges and now it's too late then it's you know, it's just it's just great to have things like this, and I'm so glad uh, you share everything that you do so openly, and like we can all learn from you. Now, you're talking about energy and volts, and we're looking at cellular biology. We spoke about mitochondria. What are your um, top ways that you think people can get their cellular energy back? Do you look at what are your views on mitochondrial health? 
Is there a specific protocol or an approach or what's your tips and tricks that people can take away today to increase their mitochondrial health? Well, yeah, I mean, almost everything I do is mitochondrial health, Mm -hmm. right? So, and how I got into that more and more was really doing neurofeedback and you're recording electrical activity, electrical potential and electroencephalogram. That's what it is, right? It's electricity. And in doing it, and knowing certain brain waves and what I'm trying to do with those brain waves and how those brain waves are actually the same as the earth, Schumann resonance, right? It was like mm-hmm. this aha moment with a patient as I was doing stuff. And I'm like, as I explained it, you know, I've explained it a thousand times, but I'm going to put your brain in the alpha. We're going to do this alpha theta crossover, blah, blah, blah. It's in the same exact mm-hmm. frequency as the Schumann resonance of the earth. And I was like, wait a minute, what did I just say? What did mm-hmm. I just say? What did I just say? You know, and it made me become obsessed with figuring out why are we doing it in this frequency of the earth? And then you look at, it's really about nature. I said it in the beginning, I'll say it again. Everything comes down to if your mitochondria cannot shuttle hydrogen, protons, electrons, and mm-hmm. into the oxygen correctly to make ATP and all this and, and the special structured water that they're making that keep you hydrated, you're going to die. That's how cyanide kills you very quickly. It just shuts down all the mitochondria and you're mm-hmm. done like that. There is no kind of coming back if all of those yeah. things shut down. Now, I said things, hydrogen, oxygen, electrons. That's what's happening. <laughs> like, so where does that stuff come from? Hydrogen you get from food, right? Why eating matters. And you can get more hydrogen and cleaner hydrogens from certain things. Fat is great. <laughs> Natural fat has a ton you, of it. Okay. Have you tried molecular hydrogen? Yes. Molecular hydrogen? Okay. I do. I'm going to molecular hydrogen and get in my sauna after this. I have to say that mm-hmm. might be one of my favorite things right now. Uh, I am kind of blown away at molecular hydrogen and mm-hmm. its relationship with deuterium and how the mitochondria yep. work. So I'm about to actually just run my own deuterium testing on myself. I got my kits right here. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah. I, I kind of don't want to see my levels, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to start somewhere, right? So yeah. you guys, deuterium is a hydrogen isotope. So that mm-hmm. they're related and it matters. And deuterium yeah, heavier hydrogen. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, named a heavier cousin of hydrogen, right? Yeah. Yep. It is. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny. You ever see the movie Twins? Uh, no, I haven't. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a basketball or a ping pong, like the size and the weight okay. difference. Like that so analogy. Big, yeah. You know, one is big and one is not. But so knowing that the electrons are all about, this is Einstein taught us this. Electrons mm-hmm. have to be on a photon of light. That's how they're shuttling through. We are light beings. So what do I love? light. <laughs> like I'm super into light. I will have to say my neurofeedback training led me down the Dr. Jack Cruz pathway. So you're familiar mm-hmm. with him? Yes, right? I am. Years and years ago was in his form and that kind of stuff. And he's, you know, he's intense and he could be out there with a lot of stuff, very strong opinions, mm-hmm. but the light water magnetism foundation really is the game changer and that is how i approach patients so i'm mm-hmm. looking at their light and, and and light is a nutrient and mm-hmm. i'm looking at water 
and the structure of that, and that includes the minerals and, and that kind of stuff. And it doesn't mean you have to drink a ton of water. I'm talking about the water in their system. I'm talking about mm -hmm. mitochondria make structured water. Are they having mm -hmm. structured water to make electrical potential all over the place or mm -hmm. not? And the magnetism comes from the electricity going through a you know, flowing through a system and then it creates a magnetic pulse, but that's related to the earth as well. We're, we're mm -hmm. sitting on a giant magnet hurling through space. So the magnet of the earth itself, this big crystal that pulses off magnetic pulses and the ionosphere that has all that electrical uh, thunder lightning, lightning activity, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, is creating this electromagnetic space that harmonizes me. It, yeah. it wrecks my brain. So I care about bringing people's brain, keeping people's electricity down, having their, their frequency be in a healthy state, not oscillating too high, having charge. So sunlight's outrageous to me, minerals, the foundation of the diet. I want a natural human diet, which is an animal-based, natural fat-based, enough protein for nitrogen. So enough hydrogen is coming into that. Mm -hmm. Breathing. People have forgotten how to breathe, believe it or not. Because mm -hmm. we live in so much fight or flight. So breathing techniques, ways to, and then vagal exercises, cranial nerve 10, things that turn the body switch to parasympathetic, rest and digest. I think you should be in rest and digest the overwhelming majority of the time, but most of us are in fight or flight the overwhelming well, yep. majority of the time, right? It's unfortunate. Yeah. So everything I do is about that. So and then, so big one in that meditation, vagal exercises of gargling, humming, singing, um, heart rate variability, doing, using that biofeedback is great to know that number and, and get, teach yourself how to breathe and use emotion, box breathing, mm -hmm. things that are covering that. I love all kinds of brain therapies and devices that mm -hmm. actually, I have devices, I, I, throw in 27 volts of DC current right into my ulnar and, and, and to my arteries. I wear the, wow. I have, I have, I sleep on a PEMP device all night. I have other PEMP devices. I have a near infrared light based sauna. I go in almost every day. So I deal with lights. I mean, I mean, I'm in my living room and I got an led panel right here. I mean, it's uh, red light. Um, I love it. I love it. UV lights, lots of little tricks and tips and devices from other countries that are kind of hidden. You know, mm -hmm. I love ozone. I love oxygen. Uh, you know, so there's that. Respect the sun. I'm into mm -hmm. sunlight. I'm into mm -hmm. getting the sun. That's your first. My usually the first thing I do with people is you've got to hit. You got to start waking up and going to bed as the sun wakes up and going to bed. And we're we're to me in a darkness deficiency syndrome. And so when the sun goes down, I want darkness because everyone's so obsessed with glutathione or NAC or SOD or mm -hmm. nitric oxide, kind of sunlight things. They're mm -hmm. not thinking about melatonin yep. and how that's the antioxidant at night that is doing everything. And if you aren't in mm -hmm. total darkness and you don't get real good sleep, none of the toxins are draining from your brain. None of that deuterium is getting dumped from your brain and you're going to get sicker and sicker and sicker. Right. So sunlight, outside grounding. I mean, here's an earthing grounding blanket sitting right on my couch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's everywhere. So I'm standing on an earthing mat too. Yeah. If I can't be outside, bring yeah. as much outside inside, inside as you can, but get outside. Mm -hmm. Take breaks. You've got to 
to live and, and move and breathe like a primal human again. Because our natural state is to be joyous, to be happy, to be relaxed and have abundant food. There was no stress in actually getting food like we think. You look at cultures like the Hadza and the Maasai, they're joyous and happy as a natural state of being. There is no depression. There is no anxiety. They don't even know what that, they don't have words for it. It doesn't exist. It's not normal. You do not have a gene designed to make you depressed. You do not have a gene designed to give you cancer. That's all nonsense. So sunlight, charge, so standing on the earth, being in the ocean, going to a waterfall, hiking in nature, being there as much as possible, breathing. Butenko breathing is a great mm -hmm. format, easy for people to start, uh, but even just box breathing, you know, mm -hmm. four in, hold, four out, you know, that's, yep. it's free. The stuff mm -hmm. is free. Take off your sunglasses. I teach them like you're distorting your brain's interpretation of what time of day it is. You know, get stop being afraid of the sun. Don't use sunblock. So I start with basic, teaching them about their electromagnetic beings of light. So if that's the case, let's get some electricity in you. Let's get some magnetism in you. And let's get some light in you. Love and, it. Yeah, that's, and then I talk about structure. I said, well, your structure is mm -hmm. made of animal protein and fat. So mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't build you up if I don't have enough stuff to rip to build. How am I going to build a house if I have no bricks and I don't have any wood? I can't, right? So once I explain that to them, they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I got to build you back up. We got to mm -hmm. renovate you, autophagy, right? Mm -hmm. Apoptosis. We got to break yep. down all the broken down, knock everything down, throw out all the crap. It's molded, get rid of it. It's this, get rid of it. It's damaged, get rid of it. But I got to bring new stuff in. And that will be the quality of the light and the mm -hmm. quality of the food and drink you put in your mouth. Mm -hmm. it, it all matters. So that's where I start. What's your favorite ways to raise autophagy since you mentioned it? Is it just by fasting? Are you taking some uh, kind yeah, of uh, well, calorie restriction mimetic? <laughs> I, saw, I have a, a, a nice fasting mimetic. So I have an AMPK activator and, uh -huh. and off supplement, Dr. Chris Shade. Um, so anybody wants that, you can message me. I'll sell you some. It's amazing. So I do that. Okay. But autophagy, you remember, it's always going on, mm -hmm. but it's, it's going to slow down if you're chronically feeding yourself. It's not normal to be eating six times a day. Right. Mm -hmm. There's even yep. question if three times a day is is normal, right? But um, so yeah, fasting is is a powerful way, but you don't need to do it all the time. And if you're just eating with what makes sense for your system and not overeating, and again, going with like the protein leverage hypothesis, if you have enough protein first, there's satiety because that fat is already there. And that's not a mm -hmm. protein shake and all this fake stuff. It's real yeah. eating meat food, eat some mm -hmm. salmon, eat some oysters, eat some sardines, eat a steak, you know, use a fatty cut of meat, preferably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it yes, and it varies. Though. I will say some mm -hmm. women do better. You know, we there is a little bit of genetic variation and mm -hmm. your health status on how much fat you can process and tolerate. I'm okay. not a high fat. Uh, my body doesn't love super high fat. My genetics support that. And my liver status supports that. I've done it and it doesn't work well for me. You know, do you take so enzymes? I, I, yes and no. It depends. Okay. I have, you know, I'm not a, um, I, as I've gotten older and mm -hmm. my stress level's higher, yes. Right. Okay. But I don't think humans, you aren't designed to just take, any, we're not designed to take anything. We don't mm -hmm. need anything if we were living in accordance with nature. 
But the further we get from nature and the more technology we add to our biology, that's why we need to take supplements and pills. It's not normal to take all that stuff though. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get real deep and real fancy and you know, I, I like molecular hydrogen. I think that's a powerhouse supplement. I take peptides. I, you know, I get it because I'm 48 years old and I have lived in a high tech industrial cities my entire life. I get on planes all the time. I sit in front of computers all the time. I'm living a very abnormal life driving a car, right? It's Mm -hmm. not normal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Using a phone. Using the cell, right? These toxic, you know, electric, I, I poison myself. Non-native EMFs. With 5G, I'm being, that, that's a form of poison. That's an attack on my mitochondria. My mitochondria are being damaged right now just sitting here doing this. When I go outside, they're still being damaged because they're, these towers are planted everywhere. So we're trying to keep the health of the mitochondria. And y- y- you can't just look at food, though. Right. I have to be aware, like, oh, right. And so how many ways can I shield and protect as well as nurture and care for? Right. I'm a mom. I got to not only protect my child, I have to nurture and feed him. I have two jobs, feed him, feed him, feed him so he can grow, grow, grow. But I've also got to protect him from threats. Right. So there's two things that have to be done simultaneously for the body, for the mitochondria, for, for yourself. So that's kind of, that's how I like to start. I, it's a big thing of I try to get people to forget about food because they want that to be the, the magic bullet on everything. And I'm like, it's not. Mm-hmm. You, that, that's, that's the hyper-focus on food is a problem to me. I love that. I love that, uh, that we're giving people these nuggets of looking and actually increasing their curiosity of what else might there be apart from just, you know, having enough protein or just reducing your carbohydrate load but um, these are invisible factors that you mentioned that make a serious difference like even in like whatever you just mentioned i completely believe in it i'm always on the beach i'm always trying to get into the ocean i live right next to the ocean so i'll try to go every day for 30 minutes or i'll ground myself for at least 22 minutes because that's the amount of time it takes for the electricity to roam around your body and come back I will have molecular hydrogen every day. I would have, I have a red light and infrared light panel. I'm working on getting an infrared sauna. Um, first thing, breathing exercises in the morning, looking at the sun, touching the ground. A lot of those things like make a lot of sense to me. But yeah. um, I know that a lot of people who are listening, this will be a good place for them to start. You also mentioned... Half of what you said was free. That's the yeah. thing. Sometimes people don't want to... They would rather give me $10,000 for a three-month care plan, then go home and do the free things I just told them to do. And I have been at a party and people ask me what to do for their ADHD kid. I tell them, exa- I give them, I just gave them a $5,000 consult totally for free. Mm-hmm. And they go home and they do nothing. If they walk into my office and they pay me two grand for the same information in two visits, they're going to do everything I said. And it's the same thing. But it's like, if you don't attach, if you Sometimes, again, that's why we have to charge because people mm-hmm. want to sell value to it. And it, that's my only problem with a lot of like, God, why is it so hard to get people to, do, to understand this? I teach entire courses. I teach a three-month course for women called 3R, the 3R Reset. Mm-hmm. Then that leads to them graduating and going to the M1, the master's, another three months, three, four months in there. 
And that entire time, I'm just getting them strong enough so I can teach them about their electromagnetic charge. That's all I do in the masters. Like This is what we go over in these devices and therapies, and I read labs for them and all kinds of stuff. And it, it takes until about the fifth month. They're like, oh, that's why you keep saying to go in the sun. I've, yeah, I've heard about this before. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. If you would have stopped wasting all our, I mean, yes. But it takes so long well, because yeah. it sounds, but it's free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing <laughs> the earth gave you all the divine answers you already need for free? Yeah. Uh, you know, but they want some magical supplement. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. Always I, looking for that. I have thing. those supplements and I need to sell them, CJ, to make a living. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. However, there's no pill for the sun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You will never replace that. There's no magical morning sun spectrum bulb that'll do it. Like again, I know if you're in Alaska or Sweden, up in the, uh, the Siberia, you're going to need to buy one of those lamps. Yeah. However, most of you just get your ass outside in the morning. Okay. Exactly. It's for free. It's free. I mean, it's simple breathing. It's just take, set aside the time. You know, there's, there's free everything for a lot of this on YouTube at this point. You can mm -hmm. you can have a meditation. You can have a guided meditation. You don't need an app. You can you can just breathe. You can make a labyrinth in your backyard in a day if you wanted to with leaves for free and walk it. Mm -hmm. But that's people are not. They, we're so conditioned. We have to buy a thing to make mm -hmm. it better. Put a cream or a potion or this. And I'm like, well, why don't you just start with light and breathing and gratitude and meditation and positive yeah, the basics. Yeah, the like basics, but they go a long way. Hugging people, maybe having sex again, you know, mm -hmm. like basics, things that you're designed yeah. to do. Like how Wim Hof would say, I'm not going to say the way he says it, but there's not many things. The brain is only hardwired to do a few things. Mm -hmm. It's Eating. very difficult for anyone to say the way Wim Hof says things because he's got yes. that different <laughs> accent to say. <laughs> he can get away with anything. Like, wow. hey. And the the seriousness that he says it with, you're just like, oh, okay, you know, I'll just have to listen to this guy. I know. <laughs> but yeah, if we tried, we'd fail. And see, he's, and that's what's great. We have those types of models. Well, he's exceptional. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is this outlier, exceptional. We're like, wow. But it's inspirational to let you know, like, that's what's possible. And you don't need to get to that level. You, you know, like, don't, if you don't, like, don't be intimate. I know a lot of women will see that and they're like, oh, I'm like, okay, look, just relax. I can't do what he does. And I'm not trying to mm -hmm. like, let's just, you know what I mean? Like Ben Greenfield and David Goggins or like some of these like super bizarre Athlete. outlier examples yeah. of possible. That's awesome. And let's just start where you are, mama. Can you walk to the mailbox? Can, can you like park your car a bit far and walk to the yeah? like what can we do every day how can we have more sun every day how can we turn the lights off more at night how can we use candles instead you know little every little thing adds up and then after a year if we put a new behavior in every month wow well after a year we've made big things and now these are permanent lifestyle changes that it's not a 30-day fix or a 90-day thing that you know that yo-yo dieting mm -hmm. this isn't yo-yo yeah. health this is changing your life, bringing you closer in harmony with nature and letting that guide you. Then you'll never need a damn book again to tell you what to eat. You don't need books for that. We don't. You, you know. I mean, it's, it's watch an episode. Have you ever watched the show Alone on the History no, Channel? I haven't. 
Uh -huh. Oh my God, it's stunning. So my son is a survivalist. So my son is like a survivalist and a prepper, okay. like the kind of kid that he's he's only 15, but at, at 10 or 11, he said, Mom, so you know, I just want to be the kind of man that can go into the woods with one bag and survive for a year. So he's very into like he, you know, makes uh, fire from he knows how to make fire out of nothing. Mm -hmm. He knows he, all the survival things like it's stunning what he very beautiful. Yeah, he's really he's teaching me a lot. Like I'm like, oh, man, I don't know anything about that, honey. But like, let's I'm, I'm into it. So I have all this prepper mm -hmm. stuff because of him because he's into it. I'm like, sure. He's like, mom, I, I'm like, sure, honey, I'll do it. You're, you mm -hmm. must be he's channeling information. He's naturally born to be connected to the earth. He prefers to sleep on the ground than in a bed. He told me that. He's like, eh, I'd rather sleep on the ground. I actually like it better. Wow. He wants to sleep outside in the yard all the time. Sometimes I'm like, honey, it's 30 degrees. You can't go outside. Mm -hmm. I, you're 10. I, I don't know about this. Right? So, so anyway, he, um, what was I talking about? I got my son. You're talking about how connected he, uh, the, the, the show alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's why I started watching the show. Yeah. The History Channel. And it's a better take than the show Naked and Afraid. I'd heard about mm -hmm. that show and I was like, what, what, what did they do? So mm -hmm. I did watch a couple episodes. Yeah. Well, watching Naked and Afraid or Alone, where they take like 10 people and they drop them off on these remote locations in the wilderness and they're alone. Then they're allowed to take like 10 items. So they're all survivalist prepper kind of people, hunters or military, you know, they whatever. And they have cameras and they have to just record themselves but they are alone they have nobody to talk to they have they have to hunt they got to find food it becomes very obvious that's the closest like natural environment you're going to see the naked mm -hmm. part is a little bizarre for that naked and afraid you can see very quickly how people are supposed they don't they don't have any trouble figuring out they're not going to survive real long on berries and roots no like you're you're go you're gonna you're done the vegetarians all collapse. They all have to convert or they're going to die mm -hmm. very quickly. It, it doesn't, it, it's, it's very obvious. It's very, very obvious in those shows. So uh, alone, it's, it's very, very educational. It's very- I will, I'll have a look at it. Yeah. Thanks but for that, thanks that for kind of me. I was a vegetarian for 14 years. I was a vegan for three years and then I, I couldn't hang on a pull-up bar anymore. So I just decided- I was a vegan <laughs> for 12. I was a vegan for 12 and I couldn't get pregnant. And they said, you're yeah. in menopause in menopause in my thirties and very, very sick. My thyroid, I had no estrogen, no testosterone, no thyroid hormones. I had to be put on everything there. Oh my God. And it was all, it was lovely doctors that helped convince me like, you're going to die and you cannot keep doing this, you know, for spiritual mm -hmm. reasons. I was, I was really driven by the spiritual consciousness and connection and mm -hmm. all that falling into all that trap and not understanding what it means to be human. And mm -hmm. I had to really go on that journey to look at, let me look at the most spiritual tribes that I respect. Oh, look, they all, oh, are eating it. Yeah. they all eat nothing but meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the plants are medicine. Very, very different. So through all that, it becomes very obvious. Once you're connected to nature and living in that environment, you don't, you don't know me needs to tell you, you don't need to combine. You don't care about a macro. You don't need to track anything. You don't need an app. I don't do any of that stuff, nor do I encourage my patients to do it. It makes no sense. I do not need this to tell me when or how to eat. Yoking mm -hmm. an app to that 
is just causing a different regular, a different way of dysregulation and disordered eating. Makes no, you don't need that. I don't even need a, I don't, there's not even a clock in my house. I don't need that. I can tell what time it is. You just look outside. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? That's, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing you're not, you don't even wake up with any alarm clocks, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, perfect. I had another question for you because when we were talking, you spoke about melatonin. And what a lot of people think melatonin is, is just a pill that makes you sleepy. But it, like you mentioned, it's a very powerful antioxidant. And with all the work that I've been seeing in the anti-aging field, I know that melatonin can upregulate all these longevity pathways. And it's just, you know, some evidence shows that it's anti-cancer. It can reduce insulin levels, so many different things. But I want to share a story. Now, um, a few months ago, I had a very busy travel schedule. I was very lucky to travel quite a lot. But then that threw me off my sleep. It threw me off my circadian rhythmicity. And for times like this, I always had some kind of a hack of or, or a backup plan. And in this case, it was melatonin. And mm-hmm. um, like I mentioned to everyone, melatonin is this hormone and it's it gets activated with the presence of or the not presence of light as it gets darker you have more melatonin secretion in your pineal gland and i heard a doctor advocate a couple of months ago for very high dose melatonin they were using suppository melatonin at that time but in an upwards of 100 100 mg and that's a very high dose because your average dose would be anywhere between one to three grams so i wanted to know like do you recommend melatonin with your patients like is melatonin a part of your protocol because i decided to do that experiment and i went where three months with melatonin um well i was just having three to five grams of melatonin every day and it was perfect my travels were beautiful because i could sleep on time and wake up on time and when I first heard this doctor speak about this, they mentioned that melatonin doesn't have a negative feedback loop, so it would not um, disrupt your body's endogenous production of melatonin. But I wanted to get your take on it because recently I've tried to get off that experiment and it's been, it's my sleep latency has been a bit challenged. And now I start, I've started waking up in the middle of the night, uh, you know, just feeling like a hot flash and just it's difficult to go back to sleep. Is it there's something that you've seen before? Yeah, so that's a really, really great question because melatonin is very, um, I think, controversial in that mm-hmm. health space. And I was um, very anti-melatonin years mm-hmm. ago. And then I am definitely shifting being open to I'm wrong on that. Mm-hmm. And the high-dose melatonin protocols of, um, oh, I forget the, uh, the researcher, his name is this old guy is awesome. Uh, but like Schallenberger and a lot of mm-hmm. them are yeah. high dose melatonin. And so I've been exploring it over the last couple of years and looking at the difference of what it is. I mean, your mitochondria actually make melatonin. Every mm-hmm. cell in your body, except the red blood cells are making melatonin. And it starts with your eyes with ocular melatonin. So the morning is important, right? What I to, to start, start the process. Mm-hmm. And then there's a release that goes on. So with the pineal gland later mm-hmm. on in the day, you need darkness. And when I said darkness deficiency, I really mean it. I think mm-hmm. we have a serious problem with light pollution and light exposure that I think people are way under um, nourished in melatonin because they are never releasing what they mm-hmm. need. We're never in darkness anymore. 
right? They're addicted to the phones and the Your gadgets. laptops and, and yeah. yeah. So if you think about, you know, the average, the, 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 the lowest amount of darkness of hours a human is supposed to have is like nine. If you look at how the world is, it's like nine hours a day up in some of the Northern, I'm not going to talk about the outliers of where there's yep. never darkness. Okay. Um, but, but typically it's nine to 14 hours a day of darkness you're supposed to have. This is why now suddenly there's a very powerful retreat and therapy of going into dark. Have you heard about going in the darkness for like 10 days? I have. I have come across it. I haven't really explored it, but yeah, yeah. I've seen well, the circulate around. People are having massive psychedelic and transformational experiences doing it. And it makes a lot of sense where you're like, I, when I first heard it a couple of years ago, I was like, you did what? It was Marcus Arbery. I'd come, I'm like, you meant to did what? Why the hell? But I was like, oh, right. It so makes sense. We're supposed to have 10, 12, 14 hours a day of pure darkness, only a little bit of the light of the moon, which is no blue light, by the way. That's mm -hmm. red and orange waves, and it looks white. So that's real darkness to us, you know? That's massive melatonin. And melatonin is doing all the cleaning and repairing basically all night in so many ways. It does so many things well beyond that. We think of it as sleep. It doesn't actually cause sleep at all. That's not what it does. It's just supposed to be in super high levels at night so you can heal and recover at night. Um, and it's made from serotonin. One of the ways it's also made as well. So if people have low serotonin, that might be more your problem. You might mm -hmm. need like 5-HTP. You might mm -hmm. want to look at that. To in the evening and see if that starts to increase your sleep because you need to get a little more serotonin than that. So sometimes people are taking melatonin kind of for the wrong reason because their serotonin mm -hmm. is low, right? Mm -hmm. Trouble sleeping, it's related to their low serotonin-based yeah. depression, right? So do I recommend it? So when COVID had come out a year and a half ago, I didn't know what was coming down the pipeline. I'm just listening mm -hmm. to you know, the physicians. It's out of Wuhan. I'm like, this don't look good. Yeah. And that is when I introduced high-dose melatonin to my patients, to my mother, to everybody else. I put my mother on 60 milligrams four times a day. Because wow. as well as, right? So I started taking high-dose melatonin. I knew for a short stint of time, it's a potent immune system builder. And it mm -hmm. is amazing for cancer. So I, I was like, you know, I was anti it. There's some people are saying there is an, a negative feedback loop. And then the other reason is like, no, there's not. And so I, it seems like that's a myth. Mm -hmm. And the real research is like, it doesn't do that. You guys are misunderstanding melatonin. You're not okay. understanding. So I don't want people taking, ideally, I don't want you taking it every day. Mm -hmm. It's awesome to help for things like jet lag. Um, I think if you're in a high risk immune situation, it's a great uh, antioxidant that can be taken more. I think the use of it in these cancer protocols that, that Schallenberger and all them, I think that's very, very interesting. And mm -hmm. why not? It's cheap. It's cheap as dirt. It's yeah. like nothing. I sell it on my website, a large pack. It's like $10. That thing's going to last you six months. The powder form, a very good mm -hmm. clean version. I give it to my dog every day. My dog oh, has interesting. My dog has pancreatitis and diabetes okay. and he's been in the hospital six times in the last year and he's been near death many times. You know, like it's a powerful, and he was up all night going to the bathroom because of the diabetes. 
So I've started giving it to him. It does help because his sleep was being so disordered from his pancreas. I'm like, he's never mm. getting what he needs. And I know it's a major antioxidant. So I give it to my dog. I take it occasionally. I do take it when I travel. I don't take it daily like that anymore. Mm -hmm. But now that I know more about, you know, Corona and everything that's really going on, I backed my mom off, right? Yep. That kind of thing. So, but she's 76 years old. She's barely making any melatonin. Yeah. I know her serotonin is low. I know she's up in the light all the time and she has a bladder problem and she's always peeing. So she's not getting any. So I would much rather have her take it in a pill form so she's getting what should be happening at night because it's not mm -hmm. happening. So I think you have to look at it like that. I definitely use it with my night shift workers. That's yeah. a horrible lifestyle and a job for them. They're just completely jacked. That's why they're all overweight and they all become diabetic mostly. It's so hard for these mm -hmm. night shift nurses, night shift police, paramedics. You know, it's, I will use it to leverage that for them because they're not getting any. So imagine how many years of not making enough melatonin. That adds up, just like years of not making glutathione. It doesn't work mm -hmm. out well for you, right? Mm -hmm. So sure. do I use it? Yeah, I, 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 and I'm and I'm still, you know, playing with it. It's, what it's form a, are you using? Like, which yeah, what delivery mechanism or a form are you using? Because you're using high dose as well. I use powder, bulk powder. I think it's the brand that's on my website. It comes, I think, it's out of Europe. I'll, I like I'll that. check it out. Yeah, it's very very affordable, and so you can just uh, with the dog. I put it in his little his little meat treat, and he just swallows it down. And me, I put in a little bit of water and drink it. I actually have my mother on capsules just because she's persnickety. <laughs> so I, you know, with, with, with the older you get, you have to like, they have trouble swallowing. Sometimes they want a powder, sometimes they want a capsule. There's really a, a vagal nerve issue. So swallowing mm -hmm. in stressed out, anxious people is hard and older people, it's hard. Mm -hmm. So I have different forms based upon what I can do for somebody. Uh, okay. And some, sometimes combined with CBD, um, that kind of thing. But yeah, so I don't, it, it's a, it's a thing I'm exploring CJ and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm open to most of the time when I have people that I respect, I'm like, there's truth in all of it, you know, mm -hmm. like you're right and you're right. And so mm -hmm. the right time and the right place and the right therapy for the right situation. Mm -hmm. It depends for a different person. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Thank you so much for sharing that, that, that clear a few things that I had in my head. And now we're reaching the end of the podcast. And uh, my final question to you is, if you could, if you had a time machine, if you could go back in time, if you could rewind the time and um, you could go meet your younger self, what would be that one piece of advice or you can give yourself two or three pieces of advice that you would give yourself knowing all that you know right now? Oh, God. okay. So oh, let's not get too personal, but I would probably, this is, I mean, honestly. Eat fat um, and like take care of mitochondria, probably. Yeah, well, yeah, I would be. I would say never become a vegetarian or vegan. Like that. Okay. I mean, again, it it helped me become who I am and learn. But I mean, in general, what it did to my body, I broke my back. I mean, I I really was jacked up over over that whole situation. I'd say never become a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Um, and just because I'm a 48 year old business owner and a mom, I'd say compound interest and Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah. I'd say, you know, you, and I had people tell me that compound interest, and I, but I, when I, I pulled money out of things, and I'm like, God, I really, I really didn't understand what they were saying. Um, so I would have been like, yeah, this is what you better do. <laughs> yeah. uh, so those would be big ones. Um, and in general, 
you know, most of my mistakes are, I, you know, I got mold illness a few years ago. Would I tell myself, hey, don't buy that house and get yourself sick? Probably not because it helped make me extraordinary at helping people with that. I, I, I learned about all this electromagnetic stuff. I learned about light better. So most of the bad stuff that's happened to me has ultimately been, and it's always in my best interest. So there's a few, um, you know, just one or two things I might want to say, but I'm not going to say that publicly. <laughs> but I would say uh, that's okay. We'll never, take the Bitcoin. Never a vegetarian. Bitcoin. Jump mm, on take it. Care your, take care of your mitochondria. Yeah, get, I would probably advise myself to get out of the city and learn learn nature and learn hunting mm -hmm. more because I'm from Detroit. It's not like a thing. It's not like a thing. Yeah. And uh, my mom's from India, and she had no desire to ever go back and never live that way. And now you don't mm. need to go back there. And she's happy to be in America and all this stuff. And it's like, you, wanna, you don't want to see what the bugs look like over there, right? So <laughs> I, I was kind of enamored with the city too much. And I'm looking mm. now. I wish I, at, at this age, trying to learn how to connect to the land mm -hmm. is a little hard. Um, so I wish I would have I gotten into it in my 20s a little bit more. But now you have your son with you, so you can learn yeah. a lot of tricks from yeah. him and then just keep on exploring. Yeah. Dr. Rimka, thank you so much for everything that you've done and you know, with the kind of information that you've been giving out to the world, you, the patients that you've been seeing. And I just want to express my gratitude for everything that you've done and coming mm -hmm. on the show today. If people want to find you, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Is it through your website? Is it through Instagram? Is it yeah. some other way? Well, the best way is to email. That way my staff can help filter. <laughs> it mm -hmm. gets a little overwhelming on social media, but you are welcome mm -hmm. to follow me on Instagram. It's um, or my website. So drrimka.com, D-R-R-I-M-K-A.com, um, mm -hmm. or Dr. Underscore Rimka Instagram or Facebook. You can find me. And just be patient if you send me social media messages. Sometimes it's just, they, you know, it gets a little overwhelming, um, but mm -hmm. we are trying to stay on top of it. My staff does see all those things. They aren't really private. But if you email, it kind of is a gets on the office kind of rotation a little bit easier. Um, but you might get me. That's why people send it because sometimes they'll get like, yeah, it's me. What mm -hmm. do you know? I If I can't answer the question quickly, I always try. Um, I obviously can't give intense advice about medications, things like that, you're going to need to make an appointment. And I am available for that as well. I see people all over the world. We do it virtually. I can read your labs or look at brain maps and give second opinions on things or help you with especially brain-based things for children and, and adults. So I'm available, drimka.com. And I also have a retreat coming up. I'll let you tell you about that. So my, oh, tell us about that. Yeah. So, so it's the last thing, but my, I, we have, I think, five more spots. Um, it was supposed to be at the beginning of COVID, but it all had to get canceled because South mm -hmm. Africa was on. But it is South Africa. We're going on safari, not a hunting trip, but it is a animal-based kind of keto carnivore, private chef, private location in a conservation, huge conservation. Yeah. So we're going to be learning how to track animals uh, and, and learning all the conservation things and real immersion. We have beds and toilets and sinks, but it's not air conditioned and fancy. So it's that nice in between. It's called an echo safari. You have a mm -hmm. bed, but it's an open tent open to the sky so this you'll wake up to the sun you'll mm -hmm. go to sleep around a campfire and have amazing food everything will be taken care of so um wow. that's on my, my my retreat so that's coming up april uh 2022
April. Awesome. Okay, so if anyone who's interested, please go onto the website and you can get to see how to live with nature in South yeah. Africa. That sounds exciting. I'm going to have I a look know. at it as well. I know, right? Go back to the motherland. Yeah, go back to the motherland. Exactly. Again, thank you so much for being on the show. And um, it was great to talk to you. It was great to learn from you. And like I said, um, for people who are listening, we were talking offline and I just had so many things. Dr. Imka is just such a wealth of knowledge. Like I didn't know which direction to take this conversation. I was like, I want to ask her this and I want to ask her that. But for the benefit of time, whatever we learned today was really great. Thank you. I hope to see you in the future sometime. I'd love it. I'd love it. Right. And this is me, CJ, signing off from shiftwithcj.com. You guys have a great day ahead of you. Take care. Bye now. Your time and presence with us through this podcast is highly appreciated. If you want to learn more, then head over to our website, www.shiftwithcj.com.